Hello, welcome to Hazardous Opinions. My name is Eric. There's Andy. Hello. And today we're talking about The Princess Bride movie based on a book, a fictional book. The book isn't even real. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a 1987 movie. It it doesn't feel like an 80s movie, but yeah, directed by Rob Reiner and starring a really big fucking cast. Like you got like Robin Wright in here, uh, Carrie Elway's a lot of names that you might not recognize right off the bat, but if you go into their their filmography, they got a pretty wide array of stuff. Yeah, motherfucking uh, Lawrence Gordon is our lead from yeah. Saw. Yeah, so, it's so weird seeing him in this. This is an adventure comedy family movie, and came out in 1987, and it. it it definitely uh, shows finding this movie on Disney plus. I was like, Oh man, <laughs> I'm like, Oh, this is going to be a musical. I'm going to sit through three minutes of pain every 30 minutes. I'm not a huge fan of musicals, but uh, I was uh, pleasantly surprised with this movie. It was uh, kind of, cringy comedy but it was it was funny though there there's a lot of parts that were funny just just for being what it is and uh yeah this is a monty python movie at its finest if disney made it it's like you got all your normal uh your monty python jokes that aren't quite there to monty python level of humor and just like disney like rewriting them type of thing I don't think Disney did this one, but um, no, definitely uh, not. Yeah, then then they got their normal like plot elements that are thrown in there. Yeah, but no, a, a lot of a lot of good humor. That that's uh that's actually a pretty good description of it. Uh, Monty Python, if uh, Disney made it, so it's uh yeah, it it was like that definitely throughout the film. And uh, like I said before, you can watch this on Disney Plus. I don't know uh, if you don't have Disney Plus. You could probably pirate it for no reason at all. I mean, I don't think anybody's trying to find any revenue from this movie. So, (laughs) by pirate it, he totally did not mean steal it. I do not. That's illegal. I I said you can. I didn't mean you should. (laughs) I don't condone pirating. The FBI is listening right now, and uh, the gun pointed at my head tells me he he requires me to tell you that uh yeah you should not pirate at all (laughs) the law requires me to tell you to avoid sites like butt locker and like one two three movies and stuff (laughs) (laughs) so don't go to those don't like don't pirate this movie if you can disney pluses i'm actually it's a service i'm actually gonna create a list of (laughs) sites where you should not go to to watch free movies (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's an 80s movie and you can probably find it in the five dollar bin at walmart or if somehow a video store still exists near you i bet you could find it for a dollar there yeah it's uh it's well worth a watch and it's one that you should definitely have in your library yep one good for the kids indeed yeah and it's got good adult humor too i is there there's there's some that I feel like the kids <laughs> would understand that that we do not like like sexual humor, but uh, just more 
knowledgeable humor, I guess, like wordplay. Kind of like SpongeBob. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I could see some, some parts being like that. Yeah. But yeah. So we got our main star, Wesley, who's Lawrence Gordon in, uh, in Saw. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. And we got uh, Robin Wright is the, the female lead. She is in a lot of movies. She's pretty popular. Like she's one of those people I hear her name all the time and I don't really like picture her face right away. And I start going to her thing. I'm like, oh, I've seen her in everything. Yeah, she's she's uh, in House of Cards. She's the first lady and um, she's just in a lot of stuff. She's uh, she plays Jenny in Forrest Gump. Yeah. So that's <laughs> I mean, pretty popular movie there. This is definitely one you sh- uh, should have seen by now. If not, we will tell you about it at some point. Yeah. Yeah, definitely uh, a great actor. And then you have a lot of other actors in here that haven't done huge things. Like Andre the Giant is in here. Um, big fan of his stuff. But oh, yeah. One of those guys you don't see too often. And uh, Rob Reiner, the director of this, actually has quite a few hits. Like we've been reviewing quite a few one hit wonders for directors. But this guy did like Stand By Me, uh, When Harry Met Sally, Spinal Tap. Like he's got some really good movies in his thing. I think he did uh, Wolf of Wall Street as well. So. Yeah, that's that's a pretty good, uh, pretty good record right there. I never. What is? Have you seen this? Is this this is Spinal Tap? Or sorry, Wolf of Wall Street with Scorsese. No, I haven't seen Spinal Tap yet. Okay, that's uh, that's about a band. It looks like okay. That, yeah, that comedy movie comedy about too. a band, eighties band. That looks cool. I have to check that one out. Yeah, and Stand by Me is a it's just a classic overall. Yeah, I've heard I've heard a lot about that one. I haven't seen that one yet either. So yeah, well, like Rob Reiner is uh, opening my eyes to a lot of classics because he has such a uh, such a good standing. Indeed. Yeah. So overall, I think this movie for me rated like very flatly at an eight, like no, no additional subtraction in the points, like the point twos and stuff there. Like this movie and just embodies like a perfect eight to me. Like it's not anything like outstanding in the medium, but it's just like, it's super enjoyable movie. Every time I watch it, I've never like found major flaws in this movie. It's just, it's a good movie and it's good at what it does. Yeah. If maybe if I watched this earlier in my life, I probably would have liked it more. But I felt like I was just like cringe more than anything. Uh, I don't I mean, not to really expect a whole lot out of this. I mean, it was funny, but. It was just kind of. Weird to me, so uh, I'll give it a solid seven. It, It was good. It was funny, but it was just a little weird. Not expecting it to be like realistic or anything, but I don't know. Yeah, uh, I think that's where it would probably fall for most people. I, unless you just really hate like this type of comedy, 
then you're probably not going to like it. But it's, I don't know, it's one of those movies that's so lighthearted that it's really hard to find anything to actually dislike about it. Right. Yeah. It's, I don't know. Good, good background movie, too. Yeah, for sure. There was uh, a few parts in this where I was just like, come on. Like, <laughs> are you serious? Because, like, I know the whole plot and the whole everything was just set up in a way to be funny. Like, mm-hmm. like right in the beginning where he's like, you know, he kept saying, as you wish, uh, after this prince or this woman was just demanding him everything. And he's like, as you wish. And then he's like, well, what he meant by as you wish is I love you. I'm like, what? Where did you get <laughs> all that? You got it like. I, it just seemed just far fetched. And I know it was just kind of like fetched from there. Like it, it definitely is like a children's movie. But. Yeah, that was like one of those things just like, oh, come on. Yeah, so we can go to a little bit of a synopsis here before we jump into spoilers. So in the real life, so to say, we never really like they don't delve into it too much. A sick boy has his grandfather come over and he's telling him a story about the princess bride. And it stars our titular characters, uh, Wesley and princess uh was it buttercup or buttermilk buttercup <laughs> buttercup <laughs> buttermilk <laughs> <laughs> sounded close i mean all the names <laughs> in this this movie are kind of stupid yeah and they're in love and then they think that uh wesley dies so she moves on and ends up getting betrothed to the like the prince of the country and Obviously, the prince is bad, as as most stories tell. He just wanted to get married just to get married. And uh, hijinks ensue as Wesley is discovered to be alive, and he tries to save the princess. And yeah, it's kind of your standard, uh, almost standard Disney flick, but less. So, yeah. Because there's a lot, a lot of changed stuff that uh, that makes it more enjoyable than your average one. Yep. A lot more humor. A lot more. A lot more. So yeah, yeah. If, you, if you have not seen this movie, it is a classic for sure. And I personally think it still holds up pretty decently. So if you do not want to be spoiled, I would suggest clicking off now. Get out of here. Let <laughs> let the adults speak here. That was that was demeaning. I'm sorry. I love you. Please stay. <laughs> No, but uh, for, yeah, speaking of spoiler territory, I'm just going to address the elephant in the room. Wesley is... The guy in the mask. Bum-bum-bum. Whoa, that's inconceivable, man. <laughs> okay, how how soon? Uh, say you're the first time watching this. How soon were you like, okay, that's Wesley? Definitely. Who else would it be? Wesley with a mustache. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think it's really meant to trick anyone. It's pretty quick. as you, You'll figure it out if you've ever seen a movie. Yeah, but I mean, it was just the whole thing where it was 
like the princess didn't even recognize it was him until he was stumbling down the hill. And then <laughs> he's like, wish. as you wish. And then she just <laughs> barrels after him, like just starts oh tumbling God. down also. <laughs> fucking like almost like video game, like early 2000s video game grunts that were coming from yeah. those two as they went down. Like, Oof. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> it was a long tumble too they were, yeah. <laughs> they were tumbling definitely, for about 10 minutes definitely breaking some bones on the way down yeah and well it looked like some pretty soft grass <laughs> they were just rolling a lot and there were like there was like some pretty wicked tumbles too because like they were like jumping in the air and like doing flips <laughs> as they were tumbling and if this movie was made even like 20 years later 25 years later I think people would be addressing, like, why why the fuck does he gaslight her for a while there? He before does. Before she pushes him down the thing. Yeah. Like, um, why, why not tell her? Like, I, I, I don't know why. He's just fucking with her a little bit mentally. Yeah, he was. Just like, yeah, I killed your boyfriend. And, <laughs> and then you moved on. Why, why would you move on? He was all mad about it. And I was like... I was sitting there. I'm like, okay, he actually, he's actually mad that she thought you were dead yeah. and you were like, jealous bro. because you went and go married some <laughs> Lord Farquaad douchebag. Yeah. She's, he was like, what? It took you uh, maybe a week to move on for me. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's been like five years, five years, bro. <laughs> Dude needs to chill. All yeah. he did to get there too. So, I actually like this part. So like he actually had like a whole different encounter with all three of the guys. What would they call their troop? What, what were they called? I can't recall the, uh, the one that's good with steel, the strong guy and the smart guy. <laughs> yeah. You got yeah, Andre whatever. the giant, no. you got Nigo Montoya and then the, uh, the Sicilian. Yeah. The Sicilian where he just keeps saying inconceivable. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was on point and then uh they always can they always correct well not always one time he really used it in the incorrect way <laughs> he's like how is he climbing up like that that's inconceivable and he's like you know you, you i don't think you know the meaning of that word it's you keep using that word i don't think it, you know what it means yeah like <laughs> he could have said impossible or any other word other than inconceivable i think it's just because he's longer and he wants to flex his smarts. <laughs> and we, um, we, we get to see three different encounters between Wesley and these other guys. So you see the, the gentleman like duel between the two where he's super agile. And he figures out a way to, to choke out Andre. And then I, I think my favorite is definitely the battle of the wits with, uh, the Sicilian there. Yeah. He's just like, yeah, I poisoned them both. He had no chance. Yeah, that that was interesting to me because like I was also like doing some, you know, mental, <laughs> mental gymnastics <math>. for that <laughs> because I'm like, OK, so would he actually be bold enough to take a sip of the poison or would he actually be actually outsmarting this guy by putting the mug in front of him? But then he can't he like but the guy also just was saying all the things that I was saying, but just in a more <laughs> bold and obnoxious way but uh, yeah yeah and then he ended up poisoning them both i'm like okay he, he built up a tolerance for how many years five years probably yeah i'd say so 
That's crazy. How much poison do you have to do to build up tolerance? You microdose for a while, I guess. <laughs> Microdosing <laughs> poison. <laughs> but all it takes is just one time where you're taking too much and you're fucking dead. You really wanted to defeat Based them. on like how quickly you killed that guy. So, And like you have to know what you're you know, trying to build a tolerance for too. I don't know if he just like wanted to train himself to be an assassin. So he's like, okay, well, if I'm going to use this poison, I don't want to drink it myself and die. So I'm going to build up an immunity. So yeah, this one unique poison. Yeah. So. And yeah. apparently you can only find it in Spain. Uh, I thought you said Australia. Oh, Australia. Yeah. What was I thinking? Yeah. Was this taking place in Spain or just some fantasy land? I I don't think they really specify. I just assumed some. I don't know. Some, some fantasy far away land. land. They're, they're making up country names and stuff. So, oh, yeah, that's right. With uh, the people they were trying to frame. But, yeah, there's there's a lot of memes throughout this movie. This is one that I think almost rivals Monty Python for the amount of memes that are still like mainstream from this movie. Like inconceivable, I think what is is a dead meme now. Yeah, but there's uh like, my name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. I still think I see that one occasionally. I never seen that. I like. I remember that one time you referenced it when we were playing that blockbuster game. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean for context for the listeners, we, me and Andy were playing uh blockbuster game where you're like you have to act out and like there's some other categories too yeah Yeah. charades yeah act out a scene from a movie and the other person's supposed to guess it and he just says my name is Inigo Montoya and you killed my father prepare to die and then he's like everybody else just looked at me like you know this right I'm like I (laughs) I don't know what I don't know what you're talking about man (laughs) Ended up failing that one, but that's what sparked it going into this list. (laughs) Yep. I'm like, now I got to see this movie. Yeah. We were finally switching it around where I had one up on you. (laughs) Yep. For sure. Yeah. The, um, yeah, like we mentioned, a lot of the jokes in this movie are childish as, as the movie is being read to the, the book is being read to a child in the real life. But I find a lot of them like pretty clever. I can't think of any in particular, but there's there's a few that are like just really good wordplay in this movie. Yeah, it just gave me a chuckle. There, like, there are definitely some witty jokes, but there is just more cringe into like the whole like scenarios that just like I was just like, come on. But then again, I know it was supposed to be funny, so like I don't know why <laughs> I was like that, but. I honestly wish I could just like enjoy it the way I'm supposed to, but I, I just didn't. I was like, oh, come on. I'm like, this is just <laughs> cheesy, man. Yeah. But then like- again, like I watch like action movies like James Bond and I'm like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> you know, like even though there's a lot of cheesy shit in that, I'll give it a pass. I'm not saying I'm not giving this a pass, but it was just one of those things. Yeah, I like I like Montoya and his introduction to Wesley after he pulls him up onto the, to the cliffside <laughs> and he's like, you don't happen to have six fingers by chance. He's like, do you start every conversation like that? Like there's some just 
really hidden jokes that are not hidden, but like uh, just ones that catch you off guard sometimes. Yeah. Uh, as soon as he pulls them up, he's like, uh, I, I like to catch my breath before we battle. And he's like, okay. <laughs> and then they just, they just sit there and chill for a little bit and converse. Yeah. And <laughs> I was just, I was just laughing. Are they, are they really doing this right now? They were like <laughs> threatening each other on the way up, but then he ends up helping him pull himself up the cliff. And then once they're up there, they just start talking. Yeah, it gives them like five minutes till they actually battle. It's like, well, let's do this. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, am I am I going to see somebody with six figure uh, six fingers in this? Uh, like, when am I going to see somebody with six fingers? And I eventually <laughs> did, but I was just wondering the whole time. I'm like, where's the six finger guy? One of the lines that I did like in this movie that I remembered was um, Wesley and Princess Buttercup walking into the the fire swamp or fire forest whatever they called it <laughs> the fire swamp and he's like it's not that bad and buttercup just gives him this look he's like well, i'm not saying i want to build a summer home here it's just that the trees are quite lovely mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah uh looking on the bright side of things the trees are nice even though there's fire popping up every like <laughs> it's just random combustion here and there yeah. And they always seem to target the princess, too. Yep, and he just lifts her up and over. Yeah, he, and he knows when they're coming, too. I'm like, this guy, man, he's omniscient. <laughs> I uh, This is one of the areas in the movie that I actually got mixed up with Monty Python for a while. The uh, rodents of unusual size. I'm like, <laughs> that's a joke that definitely could have been in Monty Python. So I like I always mix those up of whether it was in this and the the bunny that, like tear <laughs> that kills people. I think that one's in Monty Python, but I thought I There's was waiting for that bunny. to show up in this one. Yeah, I think it's it might be in Holy Grail. I can't recall. How many are just, there? Like, this, this cute little bunny. There's like five Monty Python movies, I think. Holy shit. They do a lot of like uh, stage play stuff. Oh, OK, so there's a lot of um, like their skits and stuff all pushed together and yeah, you get, you get a lot of good stuff. All right. But I um I do want to give a shout out to all the Foley and soundtrack artists for this movie. They they nail the like the fairy tale music and the uh, just like sound effects throughout this movie. Especially I like the little head bonks anytime someone gets knocked out. It's just <laughs> it's just a soft little bonk. It yep. doesn't even sound like a real connect, but I just Love the fantasiness of it. There's a little, like a little tap on the head, just instantly knocked out. Yo, <laughs> it's just like what is going on here? And it like knocking out everybody, like with the first fight with the swordsman, just knocked him out. Yep, just a little tap on the head. And then Andre the Giant, he just uh, bonked him on the head, knocked him out. <laughs> the albino guy. The albino guy too, yeah. Yeah. Doesn't take much. No, it does not. Especially if you're a man of that size, like he's a big boy. And they almost make him look, I think, smaller than he actually is in this movie. Smaller like, he, than he, he actually like is. Seven foot something. He did look seven foot. He's I a, mean he's a big boy. I mean, like, you're probably thinking that because I mean the like other actors stuff seemed tall. Yeah, they could have been tall, too. I don't know exactly their height. But. Yeah. Yeah. 
when uh, I think Buttercup had most of the good lines. She has another one when she's back at the castle after Lord Farquaad or whatever the fuck his name is captures her again. She's walking with the king, the the dad of the prince, and she's like, "Well, I'm saying goodbye now because I won't be seeing you again. I'm gonna kill myself once I get to the honeymoon suite." <laughs> and he's just like, "Oh, okay." Uh, that sounds so nice. That's that sounds so like, nice. Yeah, she kissed me. Did not care. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he did not care. Yeah, that was funny. And uh, and um, what was it when, when um that remember when she was trying to escape from the boat and like swimming, and then there was those eels. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So the eels came up, and they're like they're like not really well done. I mean actually they're actually really well done. I was actually surprised on the quality of these eels. But then she swam back. He's like coming back again, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh holy shit. Andre is seven four. Or was, yeah. Big boy. Tall man. Yeah. This uh this movie is good for all ages, I would say. Probably, Absolutely. probably going to enjoy it more if, if you're a bit younger or if it's maybe your first time seeing it and you're younger. I think you'll like it more. I but would. If you're, if you're a Disney person, I think you'll also like it. Oh, yeah. There's definitely a demographic of adults out there that just love Disney movies. And I'm not one of them. But, you know, if you are into this, then, yeah, this will definitely fit in your uh, wheelhouse. I know a lot of people that uh, like this movie. They're like, oh, it's my favorite movie ever. And then <laughs> as I was watching it, I'm like, okay, this doesn't seem like this could be anyone's favorite movie ever. But like I could see <laughs> how, you know, because it's funny. I feel like those people just need to watch more movies. But I digress. But for kids, for kids, it's on that channel, right? Yeah, yeah, I would definitely say it's in the four kids. It's definitely, I mean, it's on Disney Plus, so that should say everything you need to know about this movie. Right. Yeah. So, and I'm not saying all Disney movies are bad either. It's just it's not really, uh, I don't spend a whole lot of time on Disney Plus unless, you know, I'm watching uh, a Marvel movie or something. Yep. Or Star Wars, because Disney owns everything. <laughs> yeah. It's a highly rated movie, though. I wouldn't ever put it in like my top movies, I think, of any list. Like, it's just a solid movie, but I don't think it's like my favorite or anything in yeah. any category. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not bad. It, it's it's pretty good, I would say, but it's just not something I would movie. come out and watch again, to be fair. I... I don't see myself ever watching this alone, but I think if I ever had kids, I would show it to them. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This is the kind of humor that I would, I would show my kids. Like this is the perfect way to lure your kids into liking Monty Python. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's a segue into that. It's like, now that now we watch that, let's watch the Monty Python strap yourself in for seven <laughs> hours of awesomeness. Yeah. Get some more, uh, more intelligent quotes and uh, 
like you have to think more about the jokes right (laughs) well that would just make me think if you know if i were a kid watching this having to think about jokes i would just be watching it blankly like i wouldn't laugh at anything (laughs) i uh you you mentioned not liking musicals earlier i haven't seen this movie in a couple of years i could not remember if there was any singing portions and when they um after they captured Buttercup and they were getting on the ship, it almost sounded like uh, Inigo and Andre were going to get into a singing thing because they were both rhyming back and oh, forth. Oh, it did. Yep. That was <laughs> the like, exact moment where I'm like, yep, this is what I expected. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, they ended up not. And then I'm like, okay, they were just they were just doing some friendly banter, some rhyming. Or uh, what, what, what do the Vikings call it? There's a term for it. Was it? Fl- it starts with an F. Flighting. Flighting. Flighting? Yeah. Were like they just, just rhyming back and forth? They just rhyme back and forth. Yeah. Whoever comes up with the best rhymes wins the flight to, I guess. Huh. Yeah. Interesting concept. I suggest you look it up. I only know that from Vikings Vault or <laughs> fucking Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I wish I could tell you different, but you know, I'm smooth brain. Yeah. This, uh, this was based off a real book, right? I believe it was. Maybe. I'm not sure. Is it a real book? I believe it was. I have not read it if it was, but I believe it was a real book at some point or before this book. It is a novel. Just some on the air. Research. 493 pages, bro. Damn, that is a novel. Yeah. Okay, so. Huh. <laughs> this novel is pretty much the best book of all time. Forever and ever. Amen. Right on the cover. Yeah. Yeah, this movie, I think, has pretty good morals overall, too, which is also why I think it's a good, good movie for your kids. Like the, uh, the the kiddo that's sick initially is groaning and stuff about having to see his grandfather. And as they bond a little bit over the book, like you start to see him like care more for his grandfather. And like actually like by the end, he's inviting him to come read to him more. And yeah, it's a it's a cute little story about family. Family and true love. Yeah, I, I thought that was that was good. The funny part about that is like as soon as he was done, he's like, all right, I'm going to go. Bye. Ate him out. Yeah, I I, I never like really heard of an interaction where somebody just goes into their grandkids room, reads him a book and then just dips out without like catching up with them a little bit. Maybe I don't know, (laughs) but yeah, I don't know. I I don't have grandkids, so I guess I don't I don't know. I mean, I suppose the kid was sick and like he ate a whole meal during the course of the book, too. And so he's probably heading to bed. Probably. Yeah. Try and sleep it off. But yeah. Good. Good movie. Indeed. Overall. Good movie. So, so what do you uh, what have you been watching lately? So I finished up Sopranos recently. Damn. Oh, that was good. It it's was been a good a long show time coming. Long time coming, yeah. But, I mean, the ending was pretty unsatisfying. I'm not going to tell you about it, but it was... 
I was pretty uh, left hungry for more. <laughs> I guess it was like one of those ambiguous endings. Like, you don't know what'll happen. You can kind of put your own interpretation to it, which is a nice aspect. To it. Yeah, texture. Like Dexter. <laughs> oh, like Dexter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were like just this. like, it, it's texture. <laughs> don't you know yeah. the art form of endings? <laughs> just kind of leaves you just like, oh, okay, that's it. Yeah, okay. it that's that's how it is. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, I don't know. We had some discussions on what could have happened after the screen faded to black, but it wasn't even a fade to black. It was like a cut to black. I'm like, that was so <laughs> abrupt. I'm like, what the fuck? But enough about the ending of Sopranos. Okay, I'm watch. I was watching that, and then you know, new Family Guy came out, and been watching that. Uh, if you haven't seen, you you do you have Hulu? Uh, yes, I have the whatever the base version is for like five. Oh, months. Okay, it's like it adds still. Yeah, I would. I would recommend this new season of uh, Family Guy if you haven't seen it already. It's pretty fun. They got some good jokes in there. They had a Will Smith and Chris Rock joke in there. <laughs> of course. <laughs> it yeah, was so yeah. funny. Yeah. I uh, I haven't watched Family Guy in a long time. I'm sure many seasons behind. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's one of those endless shows. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those shows you could just put on whenever um you get bored, which is what I've been doing and uh you know, kinda like The Simpsons. It's timeless, you know. Yeah. Each or con- like episodes are just condensed because it's a sitcom, which are night easy digestible shows, so like yeah. Is Brian still dead or they remove the consequences of that? They remove the consequences of that. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Well, like I mean, that's just what they do now. I mean, I'm pretty sure I saw in one of the episodes, Chris and Meg just straight up took cyanide and then killed themselves because <laughs> they didn't want to listen to Lois's story. <laughs> well, they were fine. You know, it's yeah, a cartoon. Peter, Peter dies every couple episodes. He does. Yeah. Kind of like Kenny dies every episode in South Park. Yeah. Yeah. Good I'll have to check some of that out, see if it actually stands up. I know for a while there it got it got stale for me. Yeah, no, I, I was definitely laughing my ass off of this new season. So, uh, what have you been watching? Yeah, no surprise, but I have been watching uh, Peaky Blinders still. The Peaky I've... Blinders. <laughs> yeah, motherfucking Killian Murphy and uh, and other good actors. I gotta, yeah, I, I since I finished Sopranos, I should I should get into that now. It's, I did get a few seasons in, uh, uh, like season three. I think we confirmed that's where I got, but yeah, it's I haven't good. watched it's, it forever. It's super quick if like you have bingeable time. Yeah, I just haven't had a whole lot of time to put into TV lately because uh, it's six episodes per season. Oh, there's that's only not six bad seasons. Yeah, so that's what thirty six hours. Yeah, so that's like a two seasons of a standard show. You can finish that in a weekend. Yeah, yeah. If you're really dedicated to, if it. you don't have any, if you don't have anything to do, like, like there was times where, like, back when I was like unemployed and depressed, I would just wake up on a day and just binge watch a show from beginning to end. As soon as I wake up in the morning to when I went to bed, which was 
a long time before I went to bed. And it's <laughs> like, yeah, I, I I don't know why I said like mention that like you have to be depressed to have time to watch shows. But, you know, that's that's what you do when you're depressed, I guess. I mean, certainly helps. Yeah. Depressed people. We, we get all the TV shows done. Gang, gang. <laughs> yeah. It's good. Yeah, yeah. Still on Peaky Blinders. I have not ventured out much more than that just due to uh, the amount of homework and work that I've been working on. But I'm hoping to uh, to catch up and watch the new Marvel stuff. Watch that uh, Super Mario movie, the D&D movie as well. Oh, there's, actually, there's a few good releases. Yeah, I actually seen Mario uh, just this last weekend. Yeah, you get a, was, got a good rating for it. Yeah, dude, I I actually recommend it. It was really good. Um, I don't, I didn't have high expectations for it because you know I'm like, oh, it's just it's a Mario movie, you know, like Nintendo kind of like Despicable Me, yeah, stuff. But I was actually having a real good time watching it. So, hmm. I, is it something that you can go into like without knowing much about Mario? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I never played Mario. Okay, I've I played Mario like twice in my entire life, and I kind of just understood what was going on. I mean, there's not like there's references to like you know how the game goes and stuff like. In one part, like he has to get through a course and he he fails it like 30 times. <laughs> Just shows a montage of him failing it. And then like finally, after he gets good, he uh, was able to clear the whole thing in one go. And I'm like, yeah, that's a that's a gamer moment failing a million times <laughs> until you finally get it. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't played many of the Mario games. I, I know there's there's probably a lot of lore behind it. I don't know much about it, though. No, not much lore at all. I mean, there's like it, it was Mario was invented purely as a concept for a game. So take that as you will. <laughs> I mean, you'd say the same about like Last of Us, though. So. Yeah, but like that. OK, that's you know, you know how old Mario is, though, right? Like they wanted to make a game. I think they were making a game before they made a character. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, speaking of Last of Us, I did finish up Last of Us since like our last episode, I think. Oh, you did? Uh, I finally got around to watching the finale and it's fucking awesome. I highly recommend it even to any of have not played the game. Like it's still a solid show. You do not need to play the game to watch the show. I will tell you that right now. There's like anything. I mean, it's kind of a one for one anyways so i've heard from people that played the game so i mean if you if you want like it's it's either or like the experience is still separate from the game if that makes sense yeah and for those that have played the game i think you're you're in for a treat in a lot of episodes that can often be one for one sometimes you know it's some of the diversions they took from the game, people were a little divisive over. But I think overall with this TV show, like this is probably one of the best video game adaptations we're ever going to see of like I, anything. I agree with that. And um, yeah, after watching, uh, you know, Resident Evil, <laughs> not I mean, the oh, no. the movies we- were good. 
but which attempts there's been like three tv shows two sets of movies yeah the the movies the the one with Malkovich. Bojovovich, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did I say Mia Malkova? <laughs> Sounds like a porn star, man. Exposing yourself. I think that is that is actually a porn star. <laughs> I have a filthy brain, I apologize. But anyways, Mia what? Yep, it automatically pulled up my safe search. It's definitely a porn star. <laughs> <laughs> yeah don't look up who Mila Malkova is Jovovich Jovovich yeah so uh, those movies I like those movies uh, I haven't seen Welcome to Raccoon City but I heard those were bad it's crap if is you it? played the first game man though I've also talked to some of my friends that love the Resident Evil games yeah and somehow they love the movie too okay so maybe it's not all terrible for everyone but I did not like the movie whatsoever. Hit or miss, I guess. Guess they never miss. And then there's the Netflix series, uh, which was just totally off the rails from anything. It was, I mean, it was creative, sure, but like I wouldn't say it was Resident Evil. Like you could put a different title on that mo- on that show and couldn't say anything otherwise. That's that's how far off it was. One of the very few shows that I like, just. Like, usually if I go into a TV show, like, I know if I'm going to like it before I even watch it. <laughs> and it's just one of those ones I could not force myself through. Really? I think it's maybe, like, one of two shows that I've, like, quit just out of, like, this is terrible. That bad, huh? Um, this We're, one and uh, there's a FBI TV show. Do you remember at bad. what point you uh, stopped watching it? Probably, like, episode three, three and a half. Okay. Does it get better? Do you finish it? Kind of. I mean, there is some cool like action parts with the tyrant, but other than that, it was kind of mid. Yeah, like I, I agree. It was mid. I mean, I wouldn't say it's like I, I wouldn't say like, oh, my God, go back and watch it. But like if you stopped watching it, like I wouldn't blame you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd firmly place it in probably the garbage territory for me. Damn. <laughs> uh, the the movie I think is slightly better than that. It's cheesy as fuck. Yeah, but, but so I, is I Resident really, Evil, though. You know, <laughs> I do really like uh, Kennedy, the the actor who plays him. I can't remember his name now. Leon He's also in like Kennedy. Umbrella Umbrella Academy and stuff. He's the the big gorilla guy. He's he's really good actor. They they kind of turned him into an idiot in the movie. Yeah. But, they uh he's like an alcoholic and shit like it was weird it got weird yeah because like he's so like calm and collected in the games and then they just like completely revamped his character for the movies and then he's just like um yeah kind of an idiot and shit yeah or oh oh <laughs> are we talking about the, act- the same person no I, I messed up the actor i meant that i liked plays wesker in that movie the, the oh, big wesker. Buff blonde guy Oh, okay. Yeah. That's mixing up there. Yeah. I mean, he's a bad guy, though. You kind of expect him to be an idiot and reveal all his plans before. I guess. But like Wesker's <laughs> like, I don't know, hyper intelligent, I guess. And he is the games and the Jovovich movies. So. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. 
I've, we digressed a lot. I actually forgot what we were originally talking about. <laughs> oh, yeah, we were. Princess Bride, so far from this. Well, I know not. I mean, what, what we were watching. But yeah, that's yeah. what we were watching. Indeed. <clears throat> yeah. So next month for uh, May's movie to start with, we are covering The Warriors. Uh, which the is, Warriors. Uh, one of my picks, it's a 1979 movie in, I believe, New York. I haven't seen this one since I was a kid, so this will be rejuvenating some synapses for me. Have you seen this one? Uh, I haven't. And actually, uh, the first time I ever heard about uh, the Warriors was when I was like on Twitch and I saw somebody playing <laughs> the game on PS2. Yeah. It was still in that era where people made really shitty. We still make really shitty like game adaptations of movies for some reason. Yeah, I mean, like I wouldn't say it was like shitty. Obviously, I've never played it, so I can't really tell. But like it looked kind of fun. Like he was kind of just running around with a gang and just fighting people. And like, okay, (laughs) this would be like I gotta say it's like a, you know, something I would spend money on. But like if I could just play it, be a good, you know, hour killer. But yeah, but yeah, yeah it, it I, looked kind of cool. So who knows? I would say this is so far opposite of the Princess Bride. So content warning for any that stick in for the next one is might uh, be from what I remember of the movie, probably one of the darker movies we're going to cover here so far. OK, There's a lot of murder and stuff. Listeners so, discretion advised. Yeah, not a. Uh, not fun murder like American Psycho either. <laughs> Is that fun murder? <laughs> I mean, kind of comedic though. Getting chased yeah. around with a chainsaw. Yeah. It's, hey, uh, Paul. It's more, <laughs> yeah. it's more real, realistic from what I remember of it. So I'm excited to, to jump into it again. Yeah. 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 I'm excited too. Yeah. And then also look forward to our next gaming episode later this month for uh wolfenstein wolfenstein kill some nancy's taking some nancy names <laughs> you're just talking about that soon yeah so if you guys want to reach us we are on discord instagram and you can reach us by email if you want to jump in the old snail mail way there It's all in the description. You can join the popcorn club using the invite link in the description as well in discord. Or if you just want to shoot us a message on any of the other social meds and Spotify also has a really cool feature where you can just reply straight to the episode. So reach out any way that you prefer. We would like to talk about, some movies and video games with you. Yes, join join the nerd crowd. Be friends. <laughs> Let's be friends. Indeed. And if you are listening on Apple or Spotify, please give a rating slash review. It definitely helps us out. It helps us get noticed more and get to, to talk to more of y'all. So Yeah. Yeah. Without further ado, that is all I have. Uh, me too. I'll talk to you all later. See ya. <laughs>